0: There's a well-known minhag brought down in Shulchanar, which we call Tainus Bechairus, that there's a minog in class so that every Bihar would fast Erev Pesach as a Zechah to the Nais that in Mitzrayim all the Bechairim died, and not the Bechair Yisrael. So as a Zechah to the Nais, we fast. We're not going to fast on Pesach, so we fast on Erev Pesach. So the minhag became that not only do people fast if they're a Bihar also if their son is a bachar, and their son cannot fast on his own, so then they also have a khiv, or the minog is that they will fast as well. So already for many years the minog became to have a siyam, a siyam sechta in shul, and many, you know, most shuls will have, you know, multiple siyamim for every single shachris minion. So they're thereby pattering oneself from fasting by partaking in a soothed mitzvah. So during the uh, recent uh, conference calls amongst the Rabbanim, they've been discussing different options for Tainus Bihar this year. So some of the Paiskim said that, yeah, we never have a minuk to fast. No, I never heard anybody fasting. The, the minuk is to go to shul. We have to see but We're not really partaking in the Suda Smiths anyways. So don't worry about it. That's one opinion. Another opinion is that one could be Yitz over the phone. This is brought down in the in the Paiskam. So perhaps... Uh, many schools will be doing that they'll have a a call in number and somebody will make a SIEM and everybody will eat their uh their 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 food but it won't be a a you a, know a together as we are not doing that this year a uh, a third option which uh, was discussed as well is perhaps you know, learning a small masakta. Everyone should learn a small masakta, and they can make a siyim. So, if you look at halacha, it's brought down in uh, the Safer Kaivitz halachas. Rav Daniel Kleiman their quotes from Shmuel Kamenetsky. They really bad You can make a siyim on a even just one masakta Mishnayis, although we learned it quickly today. Instead, if someone learns it, you know, on a slower pace, you could definitely make a siyim. Most of the Paiskim hold that you could definitely make a siyim on the sekhtas Tamid. So, therefore, I'm embarking on this to post. Recordings of Mesechtas Tamid, uh, hopefully a little bit uh, each day. And we should be able to finish by Erev Pesach. So Masechet Tamid is a very interesting Masechet. It discusses what went on in the Beis HaMikdash on a daily basis. And as the name is Tamid, Tamid is the Tamid Shachar, Tamid Shabin Abayim. So what went on during the uh, Avaidah that, that the Kahanim would do in the Beis HaMikdash. You know, it should be a schus. If we learn the uh, halachas of the Beis HaMikdash, it should be a schus for the uh, Binyan Bayis Shlishi Bimhera B'Amenu. So the first thing we're going to discuss, the first halacha in Tamid discusses that concept of shmirah of guarding the of HaMikdash. The Rambam, uh, when he brings this down, he brings down that it's a covet to the Beis HaMikdash that people are guarding it. A security system, meaning it's not just there as security for to keep what, what would be the security from. If you look in the Pesukim, in Parshas Koyrach, it says, V'Shamu and it says that, uh, a few besokim later, you don't want a zar, a zar sh, v'hazara karev yumas. So may, perhaps you would think it's there to, to make sure that a non kain doesn't enter the base of Middash. However, the Ramam in Heuchus' base of Akhir learns that the reason why we do a shmirah, we have people standing guard, uh, a security team on Harabias and, and by the base of is not really to make sure the czar doesn't come in. This is a covet. It's a covet to the base of Middash that people are standing guard. So there's a mitzvah, according to the Ram, it's a mitzvah saseh of covet for the base of Middash to have Shmira. So if you want to see the Psukim, it's in Parshus Kairach in the beginning of Parakir The Gemara is going to bring later uh, other Psukim as well. So stay tuned. Just one more point there is no Rashi on. Tamid, what we typically use if you learn tamid is the Rush and other Mafarshe on the on the but the Rush uh, is is uh, is is the standard Pirish that people use when they learn Msahtas Tamid. Now just by the way, whenever we discuss the uh the when we discuss it in the Mishnah's and the Gemara, we are typically referring to the Bayashani. The Bayis was different. We're talking about the Bayashani. And uh, we'll see. We'll we'll expand on this as we move on in the Mesecta. So here we go. Zuck the Mishnah. So it's on Chaf Heyim So some some of the prints of Gemara separate it from Mesachtas, um Meila. But if not, so take out your Gemara Mesectus Meila. You'll see after Meila there's a. Uh, there is a small Maserta called Kinim, very complicated Maserta. So, Nadaf we will get to this in seven years. And right after that, on Daf Chav is Maserta's Tamid. So, Zat the Mishnah There are three places where the Kahanim, as we said, there's a mitzvah of Shmira. So, there are three places where the Kahanim stand guard. You have the base of Tinos in the Room of aftinas. Now, bias we learn in yeshiva means house, but you'll see throughout the mishnahs, gemara bias is could typically referred to as a room, not just a house. This comes up in hilchas halakas neiros. Look at the uh, the gemaras on on halakas neiros Shabbos. Uh, I'm sorry, on, on the Rishonim on halakas neiros Shabbos. It's interesting that they refer to uh, bias. Some of the poskim start bringing raya's back and forth if someone's eating somewhere else, but typically they're talking about a room, not necessarily a house. We'll save it for a different time. So, sorry. There are three places where the Kahanam stand guard in the base of So, number one is the base aftinos in the room of the aftinos. Aftinos. There was a family called the aftinos family. The the missioner Yuma discusses it that they knew how to make the kateres. So there was a room where they made the guitarist. It's called Base Aftinas, like the uh you know the Schwartz uh dining room. You know, they named the name after someone, so they named it after Aftinas. So that's Bass Aftinas. Then you had the bass Hanitsites, you had the uh the uh bass sites. So it was a uh if you look in the rush, the rush says Base in a Sadra, it was like a uh a bleachers. Uh, it was open from one side. So you had this round bleachers. Bleachers, And why is it called? So you know we know means sunrise. So means the rays of the sun. So he says, A lot of sun would come in. That's why it's called the base. That's number two. And the third place was the house of the fire. So that fire was always there. It would keep the uh, barefooted kahana warm. That's why it's called the base hamaykade. Now, those are the three places that the kahana would stand guard. The base of or the base Elias, in the room of Aftinas and the room of the uh, the rays, the sun rays hoiyalius. They were was a, a second floor. Haroivim shamim shem the young boys, would be the ones that stand guard there, which is a Shiloh. If, if we just said, according to the Ramam, there's a mitzvah, I say, of Shmiras HaMikdash. So how old were these children? Were they under uh, 13 years old? But a katan is not high of a mitzvah, so we'll see. We won't see it here, but we'll discuss it at a different time. The Rishonim have a uh, very long discussion regarding how old the children were. And Beis HaMiket, Kipa Beis was a kipa, it was a dome. That's uh, that's the the shape of the of the uh that room. Now this base with the fire was a very large home. It was a very large room. Mukov So the inside of this room had stone ledges and and uh, imagine these ledges of stone coming out of the wall, and you could sleep there. base av sham. the elders, the elders of the base av, they would sleep there. So who's these elders of the base av? So the there's so many Kahanam, so you didn't have room or the ability for all the Kahanam to be in the basement at one shot. So the Kahanam were divided up into 24 Mishmaris, 24 groups. And they all had, you know, one week at a time. And each of these. Now, the truth is, it wasn't just the kahanim. Everyone in Kliasah was divided into these twenty-four groups because you wanted a chance to bring your korbanos. You had your you were with a family of kahanim, and if you were Yisrael, that's when you went to the base of Middash. You used to lane certain parshiyos. There was a lot of things going on, but they separated Kliasah into twenty-four groups. So the uh, so the group of the kahanim is called the base Av. So the, the older ones, the veterans of the base Av, they got the beds. So they would sleep on these ledges. And they had the keys of the Azara or in their hands or in their possession. They were in charge of the keys. However, the Pirch kahuna, the young Kahanim, Ish bars, they didn't get to sleep on the ledge. They slept on the floor with their mattress. But they, could, they were not allowed to sleep in their Begadim. And, the you know the the where's was, it where's uh the so they couldn't sleep in the bitte kuna they would take them off and they would fold them And they put it underneath their head and they use it as a pillow um, but they were able to wear their own pajamas, but they used the big day kahuna as a pillow. This is actually, the Gemara is going to discuss, if they actually laid on it, first of all, is it a problem? Isn't that uh, big day kadosh, and they shouldn't be uh, laying on it? Additionally, is, is there is there? Are they using as material when they're not serving in the base of Megdash? So we're going to discuss that in the Gemara later on. carry Keri Leechaman, if one of these... Uh, Kahuna would have carry or any any Korean who had carry at night. So Yaitsev, and it became Tame. So Yaitze Vahlai, he would go leave Bimasima Bimisiba Hylechas Lai Abira. So there was a tunnel that went underneath the base of Magdash. So they had this this tunnel system. If you do the the tunnel tours in uh, in the uh, underneath the kaisel, you will see some parts of what this is talking about, perhaps. It, uh, it is not exactly these tunnels, but there is a tunnel system that was definitely there. So, Veneris Dolkan Mikan, Vekan, and there were these, uh, these candles were, were on each side of the tunnel. So, they were lighting up a tunnel until they would get to the mikvah. So, there was this big mikvah room, umadura sham. In this room, they had this spa, but they had this, uh, they had a fire there to keep people warm. Right, you, you go into the mikvah. It's freezing, so you came out, and they had this fire. Additionally, they had this bathroom, was called the beisa kiseh shalkavad. This was considered the covered of this bathroom. nol. You found it closed. You know there's a person there. If you found it open. Be a Jewish ain't sham adam. So you never have to talk to anyone. You don't have to knock on the door. You know if it was closed, that means uh, it's like the light, you know, in, in your airline, uh, on, a, on an airplane. So you know if someone's in the bathroom, there's a light. You do have to knock on the door. You see that it's, it's occupied or it's vacant. So that's what they had. The old olden days, this is what they had. If it was a basic kiseh a, you you found it closed, you do a sham adam. There's someone there. if it's open, be a adam. The, the chasidim, I always say this var, I think it's a beautiful var. The chasidim say that. If you want to know if a person is a covet like a person, so it depends. Mitzay no, you find a person who's closed. He's Bitznias. Not everyone knows everything that's going on in his life. So, biadua she'ein shamadam. You know that this ep is something there. There's a guy there. Pasuach, if he, his whole life is on social media. Everything he does is out in the open. He has nothing for himself. Everyone knows every single detail about his personal life. Biadua she'ein shamadam. If he's P'suach and biadua she'ein there's nobody there. Next, Yorot V'tavah. He goes to the mikveh, All of his topic. He drives himself off, and his chame, he warms himself next to this fire. So he goes and sits next to the kahanim, until the gates of the uh, Azara would be opened. And then he went on his way. So it seems like he had to pause for a little bit. However, Based on the halacha, halacha is you should not go onto on, you should not go into the Azara until you retire by yourself if he was tameh so he has to wait until until uh, becoming until going to the mikvah. Next, Mishu writes lichr mesamizbech. So there was an avoid the first avoid of the day in the basement was the truma sadechen based on sukim coming up in the in the coming parshias. So. You take a little uh, a shovel full of ashes off the mizbeach, and that was called the trumas hadeshen. So Misha, who writes a list of someone who wants to do the uh, trumas hadeshen, uh, taking off some ashes from the mizbeach, mashi'chem etayim. Well, he has to wake up early. I go to the Mikvah, Actually, hamamuna before the uh, mamuna. The munah was the kayan who was in charge. He was the master of ceremonies, so he had to make you have to be ready before he came. Because when he would come, he would say, "Okay, let's go." Someone st- start doing the truma sedeshan. But if you didn't go to the mikvah that morning, so then you're not able to to uh, do the truma sedeshan. So this reminds us of the concept of washing your hands prior to davening. But the truth is the opposite. We wash our hands before you daven as a zecher to the kohen doing the avodah in the base of Middash. Before you would do the avodah, you had to uh, go to the mikvah. So, so the Gemara says, okay, so let's try to figure out the right time. When should I set my alarm clock? When is the Muna going to come? And I have to make sure I went to the Mikvah and I'm ready to go do that. So the Gemara says, there's no way to know. He didn't come the same time every day. Sometimes he would come when the rooster would, uh, would call out, which would, uh, would, uh, would cry. As we say in the in our in, in right the, uh, uh, that uh, the gever is the first sign in the morning. We just had this in the Gemara brachas that uh, in Arabic they called gever a rooster. So it was a little bit before the rooster would 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 cry, or a little bit afterwards. There was no way to know. There wasn't. You couldn't set your alarm clock and make sure that you got the right time above adaf the Muna would come, this Kayan who was the master of ceremonies would come, he would knock on the, uh, the door, the Hain Pashulay and the Kahana that were sitting there waiting for him, they would open it. He asked them Taval whoever went to the mikvah should come uh, and make a raffle. So if you if you learn Meseta's Yuma, they didn't have a raffle originally. It used to be whoever got there first got the first. But there was a crazy story. Someone pushed someone off the ramp and broke his leg, or perhaps someone pulled out a knife, and actually stabbed someone. So they decided from now on, they're only doing a lottery. So yavav HaVyafis, you, you did a lottery, so they made a lottery. Misha, and Zacha, Misha, Zacha, there's a lot of gears to changes in this, uh, in the Sathos Talmud, or actually in all of Kachim. So, Zacha, Misha, Zacha, whoever won, he won, he had the opportunity to do the Truma Mosedeshen, so we'll uh, we'll conclude here, and we'll continue the uh, first piece of the Gemara tomorrow, Mitz